what these young bloods have to understand that this game has always been and will always be about buckets. What do you know about this? Oh, you'll love it. Up and under. How does she do that? That's a kind of a shot that a winner takes and a winner makes. She can do it. Welcome to Buckets. This is Action Network's basketball betting podcast presented by FanDuel. Maria Marino back with you. And Action Network writer Jim Turvey is back with me. Jim, good to see you as always. Yeah, good to see you as well. Last we chatted right before the weekend, a a birthday weekend. I think before we dive into basketball, we got to get a little birthday recap here. Yeah, so... um, I admit, I did not end up putting in a birthday parlay. I got a little distracted. Um, instead of watching <laughs> Liberty and Sky, I ended up watching a lot of inebriated people around me. <laughs> um, not in my party. Like, I just had a few people that I met out at a rooftop bar. But, I mean, 8.30 at night, people were, like, wrecked. It was crazy. I was getting nervous. I was having anxiety. But <laughs> um, getting after it. Yeah, seriously, I had a great night, didn't feel so great the next day, but thank you for asking. (laughs) Honestly, if you don't have time to be betting on your birthday, it's probably in general a good sign. So I think think that's safe to say, hopefully it was a good birthday. Well, thank you, thank you. Okay, but I'm really excited because here on Tuesday, 9 o'clock Eastern on Amazon Prime, it's the Commissioner's Cup between the Liberty and the Aces. So if you don't know, the Commissioner's Cup was started last year um and it's essentially the two it's not actually technically the two teams with the best record although these two teams are the top two teams it's you know there's a a number of games throughout the season that are dubbed commissioners cup games and it's the best record in those games and um the top uh record is the team that hosts it which in this case of course is the aces so the liberty flew charter out to vegas which is nice i'm pretty sure it's like the first time they they got to fly charter this season and um the aces are favored minus seven and a half and you know this is gonna be this is gonna be really interesting so we've we've seen these two teams match up twice already um back on june 30th the aces won pretty handily in las vegas and then not this past sunday but the sunday before the Liberty absolutely stomped the Aces in Brooklyn. I think that was um, just a, a very different game than anyone could have expected, given how dominant the Aces have been. But, you know, this is going to be a whole new game. Aces have not dropped a game on their home floor yet this season. And, you know, the total is at 174 and a half. I noticed that on June 30th, the score totaled 179. It was only 160 on August 6th, which kind of makes sense because, again, it was just such a blowout that that the Aces just, I mean, the whole fourth quarter was essentially garbage time and uh, the Aces just were having a lot of trouble moving the ball, scoring the ball. So that being said, Jim, what do you like in this game? Yeah, well, first of all, I think like you, I'm just really excited to have this. You know, it was your birthday more recently, but it's coming up on my half birthday. So I, I think I'm going to get my half birthday wish is that we just get a close game between these two teams because 
We've seen them play twice. Both have been, you know, one was 17, one was what, 25. So I, I just want a really good, tightly contested game between these two. Um, I think there's a good chance we get that. I think, you know, we, like you said, this has been around a little while now. We haven't seen a whole lot though, to really know how much the players care about this, but and players are players. Like anytime there's a little bit extra on the line, you're going to see a little bit extra from them. And those are the games where, you know, A, it gets a little tighter at the end. Um, we'll, we'll talk about that later. And B, you just get that, that it's it, like, it seems like they, they play out in closer games more often when they, when it really matters. So from a non-betting perspective, what I'm hoping for is a really close game. Um, from a betting perspective, there's a couple of different ways I'm going to be looking to attack this. Um, so well, before, before we yeah, get yeah. to those ways, I just wanted to jump uh, on, on, add on to what you said, because what's at stake here. I really do think this matters for the players, not just for the pride sense of it, because look, the aces were embarrassed the last time out against the Liberty, the Liberty were trying to prove that they belong in the conversation after all of this talk about the aces being like historically good. But on top of that, there's a $500,000 prize pool for the players. And that's a lot of money for these players. And not to mention, they also get money for charity. So there is, I think, very, very real motivation for both of these teams uh, in this scenario. But please continue. No, absolutely. I, I think you're 100% right. I think that can't be, you know, I kind of brought in the like, you know, players are going to take a, a championship game more serious, but I, the, the financial reward is, is <laughs> yes. no joke. And I think that is 100% going to be a motivating factor as well. So um, uh, the, the the first way uh, I'm looking to play this is more of a, a like a sprinkle because it's a little bit longer odds. I am looking at the Liberty money line here. Um, if if we look at these two teams from a full season perspective, the Aces still have a notably better net rating, uh, offensive rating and defensive rating. But if we look at the last like 30 days or so, these teams it's it's getting closer and closer and closer. The the Liberty have really picked up the offense. I think that's something you know we talked about a lot about the Liberty in the preseason. We talked about how it might take them a little while to have their offense click. It's exactly what happens. Sometimes it's really hard in the moment to kind of conceptualize those kind of big picture th events that we think are going to be happening. Well, it's, you know, we now are three quarters of the way through the season and we have seen it play out kind of how we thought. So in the first two months, they had a, an offensive rating of 106.5, really good offensive rating. You're, you you have Stewie, you have Sabrina, you have John Quell, you're going to have a good offensive rating, but in the last month it's up to 111.6, which is almost the equivalent to the aces uh, and their incredible historic all-time offense. We're now looking at two incredible historic all-time offenses. Um, ironically, their their field goal percentage is pretty much the same, but they're taking even more threes than ever, which kind of plays into why I'm looking at the Liberty money line here. This is a team with incredible like, any team that takes this many threes, and Liberty are taking you know kind of leaps and bounds beyond any other team in the W this season per game. They're going to have some variance to them. Um, we've seen the flip side of that in some of their, you know, late blown leads, um, first halves where they just don't look like things are going right. I think a lot of that comes down to the nature of this offense under Sandy Brandello. They just, they take so many threes and in a make or miss league, there are going to be games, even if you have good players that they miss. And there's going to be games like we saw against the aces last time that they hit. So they have that ceiling that is higher than, you know, ceiling wise, you can yeah. make a decent case that they have the highest ceiling in the W because the aces are very consistent. They take so many shots though, in that kind of three to 10 foot range, you know, just picture Asia Wilson, there going to work Chelsea Gray. Yeah. Those shots are a little bit less variant 
Liberty have this incredible ceiling where if Sabrina's feeling it, what really are you going to do? And then the last game, you know, that was kind of the difference. Kelsey right. Plum really struggled from the floor. Sabrina couldn't miss. Right. You're, you're walking down the alley towards a blowout right there. So uh, I am going to be looking at the Liberty. Uh, I have one other play more, more related to the total, but I want to hear your thoughts on if you have a, a, a lean in either direction for, you know, spread money line and all that. Yeah. So um, you make a lot of good points. You brought up the improved offensive rating for the Liberty. And there was a note after the last game, the, the Liberty win over the fever that that um, offensive rating is is understandably not only better for their starting lineup, but like the best ever in WNBA history, a 119.3 oh. offensive rating, which for perspective, and I know it's not as many games, but is better than the Golden State Warriors 73 and 9 team in, in 2015, 2016. So these um these starters <laughs> You know, we we knew coming in the talent that the this starting lineup would possess, but as you mentioned, it's it's sort of taken time to not only build chemistry, but you know, John Quell Jones getting healthy, and I think teammates learning how to find her properly, um, and and I think she's really changed the game because her rebounding has been um, just off the charts as of well, late. And-, and I'll I'll say this: so there's I, I mentioned that they're taking more threes. There's two other smaller factors that are also playing a role in this offense being stronger. One of them is fewer turnovers per game. That just makes sense. That's just getting to know each other better. The other is they're collecting even more offensive rebounds. They've had a huge jump in offensive rebounds and that's, that's two letters. That's JJ. That's John Jones going to work on the glass. So we've really, really seen a lot from her. The first, you look at her stats, the first half of the season, it clearly, she was struggling to kind of get into the offense. It wasn't quite clicking. Now, now that they, they look like they have two former MVPs. Absolutely. And, you know, the thing that we talked about after their last meeting was uh, the Liberty doubled up the aces on both rebounds and assists, which I think, again, just goes to that whole point of, uh, you know, JJ giving them second opportunities. But you brought up Sabrina and her shooting. So she was six of 10 from three uh, that day. And I'm, that's what I'm worried about when it comes to the Liberty is, are they going to shoot the ball that well? You know, are they going to shoot the ball that well at Michelob Ultra Arena, uh, not in front of their home crowd? You know, I have a feeling, or I should say, I want to say that, you know, Sabrina, she showed that she's game for the moment. And, you know, Stewie is just consistent as ever for the most part. Um, she, I don't think it, it really matters, you know, whatever the situation is, she's pretty much kind of, kind of level. Um, but I personally don't have, I don't really have thoughts on this spread because I think that the two meetings that we saw were so drastically different that I just don't really know which way this is going to go. I, to your point, I think it's going to be a much um, a much closer game. So I'm leaning Liberty plus the points because I feel like that's just a little safer because we do have to take into account the revenge factor. 
I think Asia Wilson played one of her worst games ever in Brooklyn. You know, she goes out not long after that has a 40 point game, a career high, which to your point, no threes taken in that, (laughs) Um, you know, and then there's this, there's a rivalry here between Asia Wilson and, and Brianna Stewart. And so anytime these two are going head to head, like there's going to be talk, there's going to be chatter. There's the MVP race. And I know Asia has taken this personally. And I know that she wants to not only protect home court, but also just kind of stay neck and neck with, with Stewie here and showing that, you know, she's as good. Um, And so I say all this to say, I'm, I'm really having trouble um, deciding. And I think this is going to be one of those games where I just kind of sit back and appreciate. And I am hoping that we do get a competitive game that we do get a classic because I feel like not only do, do the fans like deserve it, but I, I just think both of these teams, like I want to see a preview of what we could see, you know, in the postseason, and they're both great teams. Uh, Aces have been amazing. Liberty are getting better. Like, Let's just, let me, let me get a, let me get a close game. And because of that, because I'm expecting a closer, more competitive game, I do lean higher on the total, but 174 and a half still feels kind of, it's higher than we're used to seeing in general in the W, but these are also two really, really good offenses. So, um, yeah, I just have, I just have a lot of leaning. I'm just, I'm just doing the casual lean. (laughs) <laughs> well, I think I think it is to your point. I think it's a well set line, and usually, if it's a well set line, there isn't you know yeah. that much value on on the on the um, money line either. The the spread and the money line usually kind of move in unison. Right. But there are games in with teams like the Liberty that are higher variance, where I do think the spread and the money line do diverge a little bit. I don't think you know it's yeah. it's a massive gap or anything, but it, that's why I, I lean towards the money line just because of the variance that the Liberty do bring to the table. But like to your point, can, can yeah. Sabrina can do that same thing from three. She's probably not going to have the exact same game from three. Yeah. Um, but then, you know, there are, you know, Stewie's had two, two not as good games um, against the aces, which kind of leads into, um, you know, kind of overall talking about totals here. Um, it sounds like you were maybe if anything skewing towards the, the under, and I think to your point, I mean, this this is going to be a game that has motivation behind it. Um, right. You know, these players are really going to be trying. And we see in the postseason, often totals will be a few points lower than if you saw these two teams in the regular season, because it is just, you know, we see it in fourth quarters because in a, cl- in a fourth quarter of a close game, that's the most intense defense you're going to get. Mm-hmm. In, a play- in a playoff or a final like this, you're going to get a little more, that effort's going to extend, start creeping back into the, you know, the third quarter, maybe even second quarter of that, like really intense defense. So, I what caught my eye first is honestly when I saw the number, I actually leaned a little bit towards the over with the way these two offenses are playing. Yeah. But then if I take a point or two, two or three even down for what is like a final atmosphere, I think the totals right around the the correct area overall. But what I do think um I'll be looking at is the first half total. Yeah. Because to what I was talking about, you know, the later on in these games, these finals games, these playoff type games is when it really gets tight. Um, so I think I'm going to look towards a first half over and then again, probably more of a lean than a, the hammer spot, but then looking to see if live, they kind of inflate that number and we're able to kind of go for our, the under on the full game and kind of, you know, catch them coming and going. If they go yeah. off to a fast start, 
Um, and if maybe things get really tight at the end, um, those are the two ways I'm be looking to attack the total, I think. Yeah, I think I think that's smart. Kind of feel it out. Maybe um, a good opportunity for a live betting scenario. Um, but to your point, you know, the value that value is on the Liberty money line versus the spread, obviously. Um, and looking at Fanduel right now, it's at plus two sixty five for Liberty on the money line. And you know, if if this game is closer, like we we hope it is. Um, like we anticipate with um, two teams that have faced each other now that have felt each other out that are both sort of clicking for the most part. Um, if it's going to get to a close game, then the Liberty are going to have a shot. They're going to have a chance to win. And I do think they have as many clutch players as, as the aces do. And so, you know, you're kind of, you're definitely kind of selling me on the, on the Liberty money line, but um <laughs> Yeah. Oh man, can you imagine be... we ha- we have to get a close game? Can you imagine coming down the stretch again like Chelsea Gray, Sabrina, Stewie, Asia? These are some of the most clutch players. Kelsey Plum, I'm leaving I her know. out. I know. Kindersloo is has some had some massive moments. I watched her You're rip right. the Liberty Heart right. out last year during the regular season. I just really want a close game between these. So I know we'll get them in the postseason. Or I, I think we'll get them in yes. the postseason. But and we have to not get ahead of ourselves, but we also have to remember that they're going to play again on Thursday. I know, um, but I incredible. think that's going to be. But that's going to be a comp- depending on what happens Tuesday night is is going to shift massively. You know what to expect for Thursday, obviously. Um, so. So one game at a time, uh, there is something I wanted to mention to you. Not sure if you had any thoughts, but they do offer on FanDuel, um, you can bet on the Commissioner's Cup MVP. So oh, that is very yes. interesting. I hadn't seen those. Do you have some of the odds? you mind reading them off? I will. I will. So Asia Wilson is the favorite at plus 230 or the odds leader, I should say. Kelsey Plum plus 360. Brianna Stewart plus 500. Chelsea Gray plus 650, as well as Jackie Young, Sabrina plus 850. So this, what this tells me, you know, it makes sense. Obviously the the aces are favored and the team that's going to win this game is going to have the MVP. Um, And, you know, I, obviously Asia (laughs) is, you know, an MVP front runner on the season. Kelsey Plum is an interesting choice. We talked about she struggled a lot on the road. I think she's less consistent um, than Asia as far as, you know, her production. But I mean, there's, I mean, this is value across the board. Like, I really feel like any one of these players um, has a pretty good shot, maybe better than their odds are indicating. It it does seem like I mean, you can you can talk yourself into yeah, any one exactly. of these being a good look, right? Look, but be, also if you think about the last game, I mean Sabrina was the MVP of that game. Yeah. But again, it's dependent on super hot shooting, and she was not on the road, so I get that. <laughs> but I don't know. This might it might be a situation where again you might want to just kind of sprinkle across the board a little bit. Well, you know who popped out to me, and I, I'm actually, I'm, a, I thought when you started saying who you were looking at, I thought this might be who you were looking at because you've mentioned this person before. You mentioned this person as a potential regular season MVP before the season. Do you remember uh, Chelsea Gray? Chelsea Gray. I mean, well, a big, big time moments. Chelsea Gray. Yeah. I'm looking at her numbers right now. She's averaging more points, rebounds, and assists at home. Yes. Um, we. I mean, 
I can just see that that old school style of hers kind of or the way she makes her way up the court always cracks me up, but she gets it done and she just well, kills people in the mid range. I, I don't know. Big game, Chelsea Gray. What'd you say yes. her odds were? Plus 650. And she is, I mean, she really is kind of the engine. She's the calming presence. Even when like other people are like not playing their best, she tends to like be the level head. She tends to find her teammates, help them build confidence. Like she's really like a steady force. And then how about Jackie Young also at plus 650? And these are two players that actually played decent in the last game. Um, they both had, let's see, Chelsea had 15 points. Jackie Young had 16. She was kind of, you know, obviously quiet in the second half because that third quarter of the Liberty just, yeah. just pulled away. But, you know, it, it's just so tough because it's not an odd. Uh, these are two teams that don't have like the obvious best player. It could be a different yeah. player on any given night. That's the best player. Um, but it definitely is fun to, uh, to take a look at and, well, one one thing I'll say, and it kind of leads into the last last little mini topic I wanted to to touch on in terms of betting the game. But I'll say this: that the the two biggest names, the two best players in the WNBA, Asia Wilson and Brianna Stewart, haven't had very good games. The first two two times these teams have met up, um, Asia had a, an especially bad second game. But she her first one, I mean, she shot it better. She was six and nine in the, from the field, but she only had three rebounds, three assists, sixteen points. That's not uh. Um, um, that's a below average game for her. Stewie yeah. is shooting a combined 40% from the field in these two matchups. And honestly, it makes it, these are the reason these are two of the best players in, in they are the two best players in sport is they do it on both ends. These are two of the best defenders. Yes. So if they're kind of canceling each other out. It does make room for a Sabrina to go nuts from three, a Chelsea gray to eat in the mid range and dish out 10 assists. Like, yes, I think the value might be on a little bit of the longer shots. And I actually had, it's going to be tough to do. I want to see if maybe it gets yeah. bet up a little bit, but I might be looking to to unders on, on Asia Wilson and Brianna Stewart in terms of points um, for this game. Okay. That'll lead us into, I do want to touch on props before we get out of here, but you make such a good point. Like not only do Asia and Stewie sort of cancel each other out, they're guarding each other, but you always game plan for the best player on the other team and your defense kind of revolves around that player. And because both of these teams have so such a good supporting cast, it just opens the door for a player besides those two to really like leave their mark on the game. And so I think that's a great takeaway, which is I would probably lean um, just for value purposes, a player besides Asia or Stewie in the commissioner's cup um, MVP voting or, uh, betting for that award, I should say. All right. Now really quick. Um, there are props, you know, that'll be coming out before, before tip you said leaning unders on Asia and Stewie. Was there anything else that you had in mind regarding props? Yeah. So those two would be points in particular. Um, Asia has been doing better on the glass lately. Um, if you, if you tailed in the app, the last game was tough. Uh, she settled right on nine rebounds despite being in foul trouble all game. Um, but she, she's been ever since Candace is out. And that's, that's one factor we didn't really touch on is that, you know, in that first game, when the aces rolled, they had Candace Parker um, in the second True. game, they aren't going to have her. Uh, it sounds like Alicia Clark is probably going to play. She, she practiced today. Which and is important huge huge for them um because that that bench isn't 
yeah. isn't isn't all that great when she's not there. So um, I, I think I might lean. Uh, if you see an eight and a half, there might be some eight and a half rebounds out there. I would jump on that for for Wilson. And if nine and a half, if you're getting you know more like minus one ten, if it's juiced over nine and a half, a uh, little, little less likely. Especially because one thing to note, and and part of it is that the the games haven't been as close. But the pace for these two games has actually been a little bit slower, and that maybe speaks to that these two teams are taking each other seriously too is yeah you can kind of run up and down flapping down the court when you think you you know you're notably better than the other team when it's like all right we got to take them seriously you got to slow things down a little bit um so maybe which speaks to to your lean towards the under um especially in that like i said live bidding that second half i think things might slow down um notably so okay so you're thinking wilson potentially over rebounds seven and a half or so I think, I think, I don't think you'll see seven. If you see seven and a half, definitely bet it. I think it will be okay. eight and a half. Um, that is even bettable. Nine and a half, you're starting to get into, you know, more of a lean than a, than a hard bet. Okay. Fair enough. Um, well, you know, this has only been only a one game on the slate, but it's a really big game. And, yeah. <laughs> you know, we've, we've talked for a long time about this. I, I'm just so excited for this game to sort of set up, I think, how we how we can bet them on Thursday, how we can bet them later this month when they meet on August 28th again, and then how we can how we can adjust our futures um moving forward. Like I think this is going to be a very telling game um just to see what these two teams are really truly about because I don't think the the first two meetings have given an accurate picture and I don't think the first half of the season has necessarily given an accurate picture either. Um, so this is going to be, I think, a, a really big, just a marker type of game that's going to like inform our bets moving forward. So super, super excited for Maria, before we go, I I have an idea. We don't usually do this, but it's like a one big game. Uh, I want, I want to see if we can each throw out how we think like a final score. And like, you know, if we think it's close final play, like how it ends. So that if we get it right, it'll be a great, you know, a great moment for the pod. Oh my gosh. Okay. But I didn't think of this ahead of time. You go first. All right. All right. Cause I was, I was thinking through a little bit. Okay. So okay. I'm seeing 88 to 86 <laughs> Liberty win. John Quill Jones gets an offensive rebound, final seconds, put back, lay it in, go up, go up by two with like two seconds. Kelsey Plum heaves it half court. Doesn't go in. Liberty, oh Liberty steal, steal the commissioner's cup. That's what I'm seeing. Well, it's a good thing that this is recorded because if that comes true, I mean, that would be the most <laughs> epic prediction ever. Um, you know, like I said, I I haven't given much thought, although I'll say this, if they ever offer first basket, John Quelda Stewie on the first possession yeah. of the game off the tip has been like happening, like frequently. I got to find yeah, out. They love exactly that pick and roll many. with the two of them. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, I don't know how many times I've seen Stewie just score off the tip um, this season, but you know, I, nothing, nothing spe- super specific is, is coming to mind. Like I could just see this going any number of ways, but I do love a good, like, I don't know something about Sabrina. If she plays anything like the way she played in New York, she is not afraid to take that go ahead shot. Um, But how, how neat would it be if it was actually more like a Benaja Laney or somebody that we haven't even mentioned yet on this pod that, or like, a, I know we talked about Jackie Young earlier, but I could see it being, again, somebody outside of 
the, you know, the MVP players that you think of all the time being the one to down the stretch, like make all the difference. So I know I'm totally, I'm totally copping out. I'm not, I'm not like, really- well, I've got you down for either a Benajah Laney or Jackie Young game winner. We're both saying it's close. So we both have called our shots there. And okay. if either of those happen, I'm giving you at least like 70% credit. Cause you kind of walked through that. So you didn't, I did. I know. I didn't say I didn't, it official. I, didn't I, didn't I think you should just commit. Cause then you get all the credit if, if it actually happens. Hmm. Yeah. Um, I'll, st- I'll stick with, Laney, I mean, I mentioned Sab too. I, I okay. See. Oh yeah, that's true. You're and just gonna mention all ten players. I know. Yeah, I, I know. mentioned it in passing. I know, but how much would like everybody like hate it if it was Sabrina that actually like <laughs> came through again? Because I feel like so many people want to doubt that she's gonna do it, and yeah. then it ends up happening. So, all right, you you kept me on here long enough. I was trying to give you an out. Now I I do not have a specific prediction, but I it is what it is. It is what it is. Um, Fair enough. <laughs> with that, I'll say thanks for listening to Buckets. Once again, we are presented by FanDuel. A programming note: Buckets is off this Friday. I am out of town, um, so we will be back next week. And just a reminder: if you haven't already, download the award-winning Action app. Uh, follow at Turvy Bets because Jim Turvy obviously is. He's the best. Jim, thanks again for joining us. Thanks so much for having me on, as always. All right, let's get buckets. Action Network reminds you, please gamble responsibly. If you or someone you care about has a gambling problem, help is available 24-7 at 1-800-GAMBLER.